<laughs> Welcome to Fired Up Podcast. I'm Andrew Hoppel. I'm Cameron Hewitt. And this is ASMR Tuesday. <laughs> A- your, your Saturday ASMR delight. <laughs> Yo, hey, check check this one out. This is this is our coffee. Check this out. ASMR. <sighs> How'd that Pretty sound? good. Was that, was that good? Pretty good. Yeah, a little, little bit of a mic touch, but uh, I think we're getting used to it. Yeah, I, I bumped the mic with the coffee mug. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Fired Up Podcast, everybody. Here at the Fired Up Podcast, we are a fitness-based podcast. Uh, but Cam and I talk about a number of different things because we believe that fitness leads into many different areas of life. Whether you're here for your first episode or you're on episode number 1 million and 10, thanks for being here. I definitely thought you were going to say your first episode or last. Just all all the people <laughs> that are like, okay, one more try. <laughs> it's been it's been sixty something episodes. Uh, we're gonna try. Yeah, right. We're gonna just do one more. They they keep roping me in, uh, Andrew. We were so let's get back to what we were just talking about because it was kind of funny. What? Um, so I texted Andrew that we should do a. You know, first off, anytime we miss a Tuesday recording. We should punish ourselves by doing an early Saturday morning recording. All right. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be too excited. So anyways, we're going to call this like coffee hour with Cam and Andrew. Andrew, what are you? Hey, how about coffee cheers? How about, coffee... about that? How about coffee cheers with Cam and Andrew Wall? <laughs> <laughs> All right, Andrew, hey, what are you? Uh... Shout, out, shout out to Melissa Wall. We don't want to steal that one for good, her. Good old Melissa. What are you, uh, what are you drinking right now? All right, what am I drinking? All right, so I, so the house had some of these huge disposable cups, um, like a ton of them. Mm-hmm. I still have them, so I'm using them. So it says Dodge's 1872 brand coffee, gourmet coffee. Yeah, it's definitely not that coffee, but it's a huge plastic disposable cup. And I'm drinking my, oh, shoot, what is it? It's one of the cold brews you get at grocery store okay okay that sounds pretty good it's not starbucks it's uh i don't know one of the other ones <laughs> okay very very descriptive uh, is, it, is it good yes with a little hint just a little splash of creamer Ooh. how about you cam Ooh, there you go i uh so i have so me and abby got an espresso maker um from our wedding gifts or whatever no way and so uh yeah oh dude it is i haven't had regular coffee consistently i think since we've gotten it like it's just i've just been doing espresso and then making lattes americanos stuff you you know basic stuff like that um (laughs) but today i went a little janky because i didn't want to i didn't want to wake up my wife um by frothing milk which can get super loud so i decided to uh i did like two shots of espresso microwaved coffee and i just dumped it in like a absolute barbarian um <laughs> but it's it's pretty good it's not it's not too bad it's kind of cooling off a little bit but that's See, right. that's that's why i opted for the iced coffee because it's just always cool yeah until it gets lukewarm though and then you have lukewarm coffee you got me you, you got me cam dude thinking thinking back to what was it uh july when i did no caffeine dude i have no idea oh, okay i know exactly how i did it but now that i'm like back to drinking caffeine that dude that month was like almost a waste because 
I'm doing the same thing now. Like I, I do try to lessen it a little bit, but I thought after that month, I'd be like, okay, every other day is going to be caffeine, decaf, caffeine, decaf, you know? And I almost immediately, like come August 1, I think I immediately disregarded that. <laughs> like, yeah, I, I think I would like right away as well. Well, dude, it just got, I mean, it got crazy at work where I was working you know, 11 hours a day and sometimes like no lunch break. So you're just go, 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 go for 11 hours. It's like, dude, I'm going to need a little bit of rocket fuel in my system That's to like nuts. keep me going. Yeah, it is. Man, okay, you know what I was thinking about? Um, for those of you that have like kind of kept kept up with like listening, um, you've heard Andrew and I reference the don't listen to this one in the dark or at night or whatever that one's called where I'm like yeah. super aggressive. You know what I think has happened? Because I've been thinking, I'm like, man, am I? Have I really like, have I actually gone soft? Like, am I, am I a, a weaker <laughs> human? Well, no, did, I, it, did I get you with that? Like, well, you got me thinking, you got me thinking, right? So, and instead of just assuming I have to go back to exactly where I was at that point, I was like, okay, well, are you, are you actually undisciplined, weak-minded and lazy or does it just look different now? And looking back at it, it's like, okay, I'm I'm probably working more than I was with a more inconvenient schedule. And I, like, you don't realize how selfish, I shouldn't say selfish, I should say self-centered, like your decisions get to be when you're not married. Um, cause you, you, ha- you do have to account for the other person cause otherwise it just gets unfair and it's, it's no good. So, um, you know, when I was back in Illinois, it's like, dude, my, my free time was my own, except for like, if you and I were training or hanging out or recording a podcast I and I wasn't working, I could do whatever I want. Like it didn't matter, you know? So I had all the time in the world to, you know, go for an hour long walk and, you know, sit down and read for an additional hour, listen to another podcast. All, like I had all the time, all the free time to myself. And now it's like, you can still make those things happen to a degree, but it does have to look different. And so I've been thinking, I'm like, you know, I think I'm just a little more I'm trying to think of how to say this. Like, I think back then I may have been a little bit arrogant as to like, why can't everyone be doing this to the level and intensity that I am. And then I got like a, I don't want to say like a big boy job, but like a job that like, <laughs> well, you know, like a job that like most people probably have, like, like they don't really like it, but they have insurance, they get paid well. And you know, that like that. And like, there's like job security, right? Like that's most people, you know, I mean, you're in a unique position because you have you have 17 jobs and you love them all. So, <laughs> you know, it's, it's a little different. So I think now, you know, me and Abby were talking, I'm like, I feel humbled because now I'm kind of in a lifestyle that most people, probably most of your clients too, Andrew, um, who, you know, they might have a family, they have a job, they have kids maybe. And it is, it's like doing everything I was doing in Illinois, but on hard mode. So it's like, so think, oh, so this is kind of like a little lesson, right? So, cause I'm not saying I'm making excuses cause this is what I'm doing instead. I'm making adjustments. So if I want, if I want to like get an hour and a half long workout in, 
I got to think, okay, that's not really fair to Abby. If I get off at 5.15, drive 35 minutes to the gym, essentially I'm working out at six. I work out for an hour and a half, get home at 7.30, we eat dinner, I go to bed. Like in my mind, I'm like, okay, that's not fair for her, especially if I do that every night. So, but I still want to work out. So what do I do? Well, I'm going to have to front load that in the beginning of my day. Okay, so there's been a few days, um, probably like five or six, where I get my butt out of bed at 3.50 in the morning, which I don't want to brag, but that is 40 minutes earlier than Jocko. I mean, <laughs> I, I mean, someone has to say it. <laughs> um, and I don't take pictures of my watch because I don't have to. Um, so, and then, and then I get that workout. Try in. doing it for 40 years, idiot. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know, right? <laughs> I totally get Try also running like three major companies. Um, I'm such a, I'm such a One day. Um, so... <laughs> But so that's the thing. It's like, and so I have to weigh the options. Do I want to sleep more? I could get another hour and a half of sleep, or do I want to do this thing that I know is beneficial for me? You know, working out for me is is dude. I'm asking myself that question right now. (laughs) (laughs) What what do you mean? do I want to get that extra hour and a half of sleep or do I want to do this podcast? <laughs> and the podcast wins every time. <laughs> yeah, dude, thanks. Right. Well, and here's another, okay, I'll say this, this other, this one last thing and then I'll, I'll stop ranting. When, when I hear of people and there's two that I have in mind that, that are very close to me and they've been faced with an issue or they have a goal. It's this, it's, it's the same thing in this scenario. They they want something or they don't want something that's currently happening in their life, but they aren't willing to change anything. Because, I mean, as hard of a worker as someone can be, as time efficient as someone can be, you are still so limited by your time and your energy. It's just a simple truth. You only have so many resources. And if you want to change something in your life, you have to think, okay, what are, what are my resources, mainly my time and energy going to, and it can be money if you have a financial goal, what are they going to that I need to essentially cut off, get rid of, and replace with an action that's going to get me closer to that goal? So let me, let me give a real life example. So one of my, someone who's close to me, I won't say who it is, but they, they've been like, um, I guess, gaining a lot of weight due to medical medical reasons. Well, I should phrase uh, partially medical reasons, um, but mainly eating habits. And they went to another close friend of mine for advice. And they're like, "Hey, like, what are some good, you know, what are some good meals I can do? Like healthy meals that won't upset my stomach, all this stuff." And check out how easy this is, Andrew. You take muffin tins, you whip up a bunch of eggs. You put some veggies, some meat in there, and you pour them in those muffin tins, and you bake them, and you make like a bunch, and that that's your that, that could be your breakfast for a week and a half. You freeze them, microwave them in the morning, you're good to go. And the other friend said, you know, that just seems like too much work, and it's like okay. <laughs> so so first off, spoiler not- alert: both of these friends are Cam. <laughs> <laughs> the one the one. 
receiving and the one giving the advice. <laughs> I'm just talking to myself like late at night in the in the depths of my mind. He's um, actually Google searching. No, he's he's ask Jeeves in how do I <laughs> how do I meal prep for breakfast? I'm, and he's not willing to put it to work. I'm, I'm on Bing. <laughs> he's on okay. Bing. So, but anyways, I'm I'm on Bing and I'm asking Reddit. No, but I uh. <laughs> instantly with things like that or you know there's another one it's financial they're like hey i want to save a lot of money or i want to pay off my debt really soon but i don't want to give up my current lifestyle instantly i just go you know what i no one can help you yeah. no one because you you and here's the thing dude i guarantee that you see this with um or you do this with your clients a lot you don't have to make a giant sacrifice you can start with a small one and they can get used to it and then it can start to snowball. But you have to be willing to give up at least a little something, right? So like with one of your clients, it could be like, hey, don't don't drink soda every day. Like sacrifice a little something just to get started. Okay. Rant over. That was like a 10 minute, <laughs> 10 minute cam rant there. Oh, that's good. That's I mean, I it's definitely what we utilize at P ten, but um it depends on who and what we're trying to do. Of course, I have different expectations depending on where somebody is on their uh, kind of objective timeline. You know, what the what the pattern has looked like previously and what we need to execute on. So sometimes I won't be like, hey, just give it a little bit. I'm like, no, you have to go all out. There's no, there's no half end. Now, are you basing that? So would you base that off of if someone is like Sarah who can, who's willing to do like, some yeah, I'm, a, yeah, I'm, a, I'm addicted to Sarah. Hardcore. Yeah. But she, Sarah, Sarah's but she listening. Like, she's like, she's like, yeah, he's a fucking dick. <laughs> she, she's like, I'm actually thinking about going to another train. No. Um, so will you do it with someone like her or will you also do it with someone who like, have you had anyone that you're like, Hey, based off where you are, we need to make drastic changes because you know, it could be you're severely overweight, you're, you know, whatever no, it is. No, because, because all that is an immediacy. Um, it, it's just all about trying to create new habits when you're talking about those things, like when you're starting out or when you're um, trying to get into a routine or you, you just don't have that type of discipline. So mm -hmm. if, if it's not cultivated, we have to take the time in order to do so. Now, when you're talking about something like 75 hard, I just dove right in. But mm -hmm. that's much different. I, I've cultivated consistency and discipline previously in my life um, for fitness and all this other stuff. And now we're just kind of diving back into it. So mm -hmm. it's not something I would do with somebody who has these massive goals that are just getting into a routine. No way. I'm a, I'm a dick to Sarah sometimes when it, <laughs> it comes to these challenges and the things that I'll tell her to do because I know that she can perform at a high level right away. Mm -hmm. It's just a, a decision to do so. Yeah, I think some people I, I I noticed this a lot when I was at Orange Theory and then also just giving kind of like fitness advice to friends and family. There are some this is where I think if you're able to do this as a trainer or even just as someone in life, if you're able to like read people and what gets them to do certain things, then you're way better off because you might like so Andrew, you might have a client like Sarah who's like Hey, I want you to yell at me. I want you to like, you know, kind of be a dick to me. 
we also might have a client that's like, hey, like, I, I, you know, they might need to be caught a little bit. You might need to give them more positive reinforcement more often, you know, especially if they're just starting out. It's like being able to read that in a person is super important um, just to, you know, keep them going. Like, because you, you and I, dude, okay, so if you guys don't know, Andrew and I trained together for probably like, I don't know, what, like two years total after college combined, something like yeah. that. Yeah. And you and I are very different in our self-talk as well as what yep. motivates it. So <laughs> this, <laughs> this, is, this is always pretty funny. <laughs> so um, two things that would, two things I noticed that we were different in, you would, you would always say, oh, what was it? You'd say like, okay, yeah, this is, this is like, like lightweight. Nice and easy. Yeah, nice and easy. This is, this is smooth, like all this stuff. <laughs> and, and I'd be like, Andrew, in my mind, I'd be like, Andrew, you're about to do your top set. Like, it's not supposed to be light, nice and easy. It's not supposed to be, you know, light or whatever. Because in my mind, I'm like, okay, this is heavy. Like, I need to lift hard, right? So if I said it's lightweight, I'd be like, eh, I'm warming up. Like, I'm getting the blood flowing. So like that, so like that's one way we're different. Another one is like, you would, <laughs> your self-talk is, is like, I guess you would say negative. I mean, it, it works it's for aggressive. you. It's like, yeah, aggressive. You're like, you're, you're, you'd be like, oh, okay, come on, Andrew, you little bitch. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, but that's, so you're, so you're more like Sarah in that way, where if, if I had a trainer and they were like, come on. No, that's little, not what Sarah does. No? I don't think so. No, she just gets in the zone. Okay. Well, that's good. Um, I don't think I have anybody who does, nobody's on, nobody on the P10 team talks to themselves like I do in the gym. Maybe I'm wrong. All right. If you're listening and you do do that, let me know, give me a shout out and we'll repost <laughs> it and correct it on social media. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> but I don't think, I mean, I think Scott has the, uh, this sucks mindset. <laughs> this is going to suck. This is, this is great. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's just never enjoyable. Every day is like, okay, let's get it over with. But yes, he, yes Scott, still doing Scott it. hates his life. Still doing it though. <laughs> Shout he out can't. to Scott because he um today is our weigh-in for one year anniversary, one year oh, anniversary check-in. And we were we were gunning for 220. Mm -hmm. So we started out at 278. He's a beast. And trying to get to that 220 deadline um, by the one year mark. So we'll see mm -hmm. if he made it. Yeah. I told him, <clears throat> he was like, I was like, all right, Scott, here's my, here's my goal for you really quick. It was two weeks prior. And I was like, these last two weeks, we're going hard. You have like, <laughs> you're at like 225 or so. And I was like, dude, some of this is probably water. And you're a huge, tall guy. Like, you can definitely lose that weight in uh in two weeks if we like buckle down and just like mm -hmm. quit fucking around and he was like really you think i was like yeah absolutely so he's been going hard and he really dialed it in and mm -hmm. uh last night he was like <laughs> he was like all right just so you know i'm going out to dinner with my wife and some friends and i'm not gonna drink beer i'm not gonna get a burger i'm gonna get a salad and this is your this is your fault. And then he like he kept texting me. He was like, "All right, well, what if I get like like a an, a Manhattan, or what if I get like uh like I don't know. he kept like trying to 
plead with me and argue with me. I was like, yeah. dude, fine, like whatever. But you got to down like six glasses of water after that. And he was yeah. like, no, I'm not going to do it. He's like, I'm just going <laughs> to. He's like trying to get like his foot in the door. Well, what if I just had like a sip of a cocktail? Yeah, but he he denied himself, which is kind of cool. But uh, yeah, so we'll see. Yeah, if, uh, no, that's good, dude. When you're when you're at that threshold. Yeah, dude, five five pounds in two weeks. Like, I mean, I think it's good how you guys have been doing it, where he's been like slow and steady losing weight, which means he's building habits, right, and not just doing a crazy diet to lose weight fast and probably regain it. Yeah, but. Dude, I mean, if you're trying to like really lose five pounds in two weeks to make to meet that goal, that's that's totally. Yeah, just, totally well, well, I wouldn't normally do that unless we're like trying to go for like a goal weight for a check in or, or a weigh in rather or something like that mm-hmm. or for a show. But yeah. this was like I was like, hey, let's do this for a mental win for the one year official anniversary. Like this is the mentality of all right, I'm here. Like this is one year. Let's get this solid number. Yeah. Dude, 58 pounds in a year. I mean, that's, I, I think yeah, that's fantastic. It's pretty that's great. good. Yeah, no kidding. That actually, this could maybe be our. He's, so I mean, he's like, gotten a lot stronger too, honestly. Yeah, he was telling us he was he was squatting almost like 300. And that was, well, that was, that was pre-COVID, I believe, right? No, I think that was during COVID. Yeah, guys, if you haven't listened to that podcast, that interview with Scott, definitely check it out. Um, oh, dude. Which so one good. was that? It was, um something about ordinary because it was something like i think one of the main takeaways was season three episode five scott shiro ordinary actions extraordinary results yeah that was april 28th yeah so that was just kind of yeah like a it little was bit an hour and a half almost and i really liked that one i really appreciated it yeah i mean he's just got a really good couple stories in there about his life and why he like his reasons for I, I won't say them because you guys should really go listen to it. It's really powerful. His re, his two reasons that come into mind for him wanting to get in shape are probably amongst the best two reasons you could probably have. Um, and yeah, just a lot of a lot of goodies in that one. Um, I mean, it's the, the the title tells itself: ordinary actions, extraordinary results. Yeah. It was like a completely normal story when it talked about like how he got to this this place that he didn't like. Mm-hmm. And how he got out of it, just completely ordinary, but they were great, amazing results because of the consistency, right? Yeah. He's, he's like a poster child for, (laughs) he seriously, like for, for essentially just getting started and not stopping. Like Scott's a poster child for just getting shit done. (laughs) Just no, no messing around. So he kind of makes me think maybe this could be our, our main topic for today. Um, I've got a few already. Okay. Well, let's talk about mine first. So <laughs> when also, I just want to, I want to share this with you if you didn't see what I uh, posted on my story. So one of my favorite people in the uh, fitness industry is Chris Duffin. He's called the mad scientist of strength and just, oh my God, incredible story. You guys should go check him out. I'm not going to get into it because it's going to take too long, but he has a thing that he does called grand goals. And so He's done two of them already. One of them was to squat a thousand pounds for reps, which he did. And the other one was to deadlift a thousand pounds for reps, which he also did. And it's like two years of training. So he had, he has a podcast called this uh, strength chat and they had this guy on, I can't remember his name, but um, he, he's doing a thing called the 12 labors project. 
12 labors, obviously, as you all know, coming from the story of Hercules. This guy, Andrew, absolutely insane. He pulled a semi-truck through the, oh, what was it? Through the, uh, shit, what's it called? Not the Badlands. Some desert. And then he also, um, he pulled a jet plane, I think, through like another desert. But these things take him like two or three days to do. And what? so they're just, they're just these like, these like gigantic things. So like the one he's going to be doing now is he's going to take 80 pounds of chains and he's going to wrap them all around his body. So he can't really walk that well or swing his arms. He's going to walk from the lowest point in California, which, which is death Valley to the highest point in California. It's going to take him four days to do it. And what, so when he does these, he's, he, um, he does a fundraiser. So the one, that he's going to do coming up here is to raise money for Parkinson's. So the point of the chains is he's not going to be able to move. And as your Parkinson's gets worse and worse, you, you know, you, you shake a bit, but also your body starts locking up and you can't really move that well. And it got me thinking, it's like, wow, that is, that seems way better. Having a grand goal, like, like just a, a goal that's so crazy physically and mentally and having the mindset and dedication to take two years. Oh, here's another one he did. He climbed a rope until he got to the peak of Mount Everest. What? Is that, yeah, nutty, right? Um, I think that one was for like veteran suicide awareness or something like that. Um, but it got me thinking. I'm like, we need to do some type of stunt for charity. Well, we could. That's not what I was going to say. <laughs> well, I was thinking, I'm like, you know, my, my 400 pound deadlift thing, I was like, okay, I kind of like guessed the time length for that. Um, but I was thinking, I'm like, what is like a grand goal that I could have? And like a year ago I had this idea. I'm like, what if in the same day I deadlifted 400 pounds and then that same day I also did a marathon? Like that would be ins- insanely tough. And so I thought back to that and I'm like, wow, I want to come up with a grand goal. That's something like, Hey, I'm going to work on this for the next year and a half, two years. I'm not going to do any of this wishy-washy stuff that I've done before where I've gone from, Oh, I like strength. I like hypertrophy. I like, you know, CrossFit esque stuff or Spartan racer or whatever. It's like, no, I'm literally just doing this goal for a year or two, depending on what it is, you know, figure out a timeline. Um, but yeah, I mean, if you guys, you guys got to listen to that one, it's called the 12 labors. Um, it's a strength chat episode. It is, it, it's just incredible, dude. It's like, there's nothing special about that guy. He just consistently works at it and makes it a, a high priority. And I mean, he's able to, he's able to do it. I mean, it's, it's incredible, dude. That's great. That's great. So what do you think you're, challenge is going to be or do you not have an idea I'm, do you dude, actually did you say 400 pound deadlift and a marathon because that's what you want to do well that that's the one that came to mind because i was like oh that's kind of like a goal i had but right, hold on what about a 400 pound deadlift no straps no belt and then we go to a spartan race <laughs> see i don't know it's because i also want it to be something that I think that one of the things that makes races more challenging than 
let's say maxing out is the is the endurance of it. So part of me wants to do something where it, it'll take me like a day or two to do, you know, like, so you had to like true it. A uh, marathon, uh, your marathon is going to take you a day or two? No, 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 no. So, well, that's why I'm saying like. Oh, so you want to do like a, a something bananas. Yeah, like I'll have to hey, do Shout, out, shout out to everybody really quick who's been making fun of me for using the term bananas too much. AKA Jake. <laughs> yeah, Jake. Um, but like, so you had Truett Haynes do the pull-up challenge or the pull-up record. In like 24 hours, he did 4,600 pull-ups. Okay. That's like, not only do you have to be incredibly physically fit to do that, but you have to be willing. Like when, dude, his hands are chewed up to bits. You have to be willing to look at your hands, look at the bar and be like, I'm going to grab it again, even though I I don't have to. You know, like- you are hungry just, for these like ridiculous, ridiculously crazy just challenges. You just want to push your body and mind to the max, do you? I do. And like, here's the thing. It's like. I've got a good program for you to try. Well, yeah, what's that? <laughs> it's called 75 hard. No, that's lame because <laughs> <laughs> I want it to be something that <clears throat> I want it to be something that I have to. I have to train for, and then I'll be physically fit, but the tough part will be being mentally fit, essentially. Um, and I don't know. I'll, I'll I, think, I, think you just, I think you just described 75 hard. <laughs> no, no, I don't think I did. <laughs> I, disagree, I disagree. But anyway, that's that's what I'm thinking. I'm like, I want to I do something, something. But I digress. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna move on from whatever you just said to something else. <laughs> uh, dude, I don't know. It sounds exactly like what I'm talking about. Andrew, it sounds completely different. It actually are you <laughs> are you eating up what I'm cooking out? No, I'm throwing it away because it has dairy in it, and I ca- I can't digest it. So I have I have been eating a little dairy. I'm not gonna lie. This this coffee creamer is made out of dairy. That's okay. I I'll forgive you. How um how is seventy five hard going, dude? I gotta say one thing about your seventy five hard. You're compared to two weeks ago, dude. I think the abs are coming in a little bit more. They're they're very much so coming in. Unless you're pressing a grate up against your stomach before you take those pictures. <laughs> I'm just trying way extra hard. Yeah. Um, no, it's 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 funny because I can't really see the difference day to day. So the photos are. The, the saving grace as always. Mm-hmm. I mean, guys, even if you make major progress or it's been three weeks, three weeks plus a couple days um, as of this recording, physically, it's pretty nuts. Um, I, <laughs> I'm like losing fat in areas that I didn't know that I had like decent amount of fat stored, mm-hmm. mostly in my midsection. Yeah. But it's, it, it's coming off. I have never been this lean before in my life. So we're just going to continue on uh, with the same path and hopefully we can kind of lose the rest of it where it is right now because my, my legs, my arms, all that stuff, my upper back, everything's pretty, pretty lean. Um, mm-hmm. Veins in different areas, like my arms are getting more vascular than they've ever been. Um, so it's pretty cool. It's getting really hard, honestly. <laughs> it's <laughs> like, like everybody has talked about, you're like, you get to a point, you're like, okay, two weeks, yeah, not too bad. Uh, three weeks not too bad but for me it was around three weeks i was like man 
this is this is tough. So I recently had my closest day to not succeeding. Wow. And it's literally all about preparedness now. It's the ability to do things earlier in the day to make sure that you're not running out of time because I'm somebody who gets up early and then stays up late with this 75 hard thing um, to continue to get things done. And especially with things that are coming up in life, it's just, it's just once again, a great lesson that if you have a list of things you have to do, you need to plan things out. Mm -hmm. Um, like the other week I was going to hang out with Melissa, my coworker on Saturday. And then I started getting anxious. I was like, shoot, I still have to do my workout. I have to read. I was, so I had to cancel and my body was really starting to hurt around week Mm -hmm. two for some reason. It was just so tired. I slept for like the entire weekend last weekend. Um, (laughs) but I was like, shoot, like, I don't know if I'm going to have the time that I need to get all this done and not freak out about it. So the other day, I put myself in this place where I literally, I'm not kidding you, it was 11.59. I was chugging the last little bit of my water and finishing <laughs> finishing the last page in my 10 pages of reading that I had to do that day at 11.59. Dude. And I was sweating profusely. So the water that was coming into my body <laughs> was directly exiting. <laughs> But I was like, oh my God, if I, cause you know, in your head, you're like, oh man, if you, if like you finish at midnight, like, or 1201, it doesn't matter. Like nobody's going to know. And I'm like, no, fuck that. Like I'm going to yeah. know, I'm not gonna be able to live with myself. I'm actually going to die instead. So I need to get this done <laughs> right now. So it, wow. it was, I'm definitely never going to put myself in that situation again, Dude, but I got it done. I can't the down to the wire holy smokes dude that that's pretty intense have you done any workouts that are i guess you could say like recovery workouts dude half of them have to be it's just it's so hard my body is smoked i'm not doing like hardcore training i'm just make i'm making sure that i'm consistent in training so i'm doing my weight weight vest cardio sometimes Mm -hmm. i'll do it without but most of the time it's going to be with the weight vest whether it's walking or it's running and then I'm also adding in uh, weight training, of course, inside. Uh, but you know, we were on that work trip. We were on out in the dunes on vacation. It was just two mm-hmm. cardio sessions a day. But it's been at least one um, weight training session for most of the time. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you, that weight vest is feeling pretty darn light these days. Yeah. Do you need to up the poundage a little bit? I did. I threw in... So it was a 40 pound weight vest. And when I first got it, my, it's actually cool. I talked about this on social media uh, the other day. So when I first got this thing back in like April or so, or May or whatever, Mm -hmm. it was 40 pounds. Of course, my body was so beat up over walking with this thing, my back, (laughs) my core, my traps, just from holding it. It was like, wow, this sucks. And (laughs) like, even my legs, I remember I was like, this is insane. How is this ever going to be easier? I'm at the point now where 40 pounds feels like I'm not adding on any weight. Yeah. So it's it's pretty cool. And I've definitely felt a difference. My heart rate is not elevating anymore. So it's it's analytical 
I, I would say numerical uh, adaptation that we're seeing right here. Like it's applicable. You, you can you can look at the data and say, hey, heart rate is responding differently than what it was when I first started or, you know, a few months in. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So my, my heart rate used to jump to like 110, 120 or so when I was doing my my walks um, with it. And of course, I couldn't run with it. I got to the point where I could do some jogging, do some running. Um, you know, it didn't hurt as much. You know, my heart rate started dropping. So my average heart rate when I'm doing these cardio walks with 40 pounds is like 80 to 90 beats per minute. Sometimes oh. I'll get up closer to 100. That's not but high that's at all. Dude, it's a huge swing, huge swing. So I have to do some sprint intervals just to make sure that my heart rate is staying around like 110 or so. <laughs> to, to keep it a workout? <laughs> yeah, or sometimes I'll go for longer ones, but it's just I have to make sure because I want to be around what we would call, quote unquote, fat burning zone. Um, sure. I don't want my, my heart rate to be too high because I don't want to work on the, the major cardio right now and I don't want it too low. But so it's gotten easier. So I tossed in two five circular pound plates inside of my vest along with my 40 pound vest weights mm -hmm. or body armor plates so it's 50 pounds 50 pounds sucks again it sucks big time and my back yeah. is feeling it i mean that makes sense you you what doubled your weight because you went from 25 to 50 right no you just went yeah you had a 25 pound plate now you're at 50 right no no no, no. i had 40 pounds in total and i just put five extra pounds in on each side so i'm at 50 pounds. Oh, okay. I don't know what that. I hell did was. look at a hundred pound vest though. And Ooh. then I was like, Andrew, you need to stop. You're like, here, you're like, yo, Andrew, there's levels to this and you have a few to go before you get maybe, there. Maybe one day. So is that a separate vest or did you just add weight to it for a hundred pounds? Uh, it was a separate vest. Yeah. It's probably bigger for hold more weights. Yeah. Well, do you, I think that's, I think one of the big benefits you're going to get from that vest, it kind of reminds me of like Doing things like farmer carries um, or, you know, deadlifting or something like that is like you're going to become extremely like, I guess the only word I can think of is durable. Like if you're, if you're doing normal actions or even just walking, jogging, whatever with that extra weight, I don't know, man, in my mind, it just makes me think like your body's just going to be more like solid in a dynamic way. Right, because if you're, you know, if you if you do deadlift, you'll be very solid in that motion. But what if you have to like, you know, bend down and pick up a weird object that's, you know, it's not a barbell that's a foot off the ground. It's, you know, it, it's not quite the same. But if you're always wearing a vest, I don't know, man. Your your body's gonna be put in like different positions with that weight, and it's gonna have to adapt. So you'll be more solid in more positions. I yeah. guess I don't know. I think it's gonna be a huge benefit that you'll you'll get. I mean, you're already getting it from that, but um, I'm I'm feeling physically and mentally pretty strong, like for my body size because mm -hmm. I, I'm I dude. I think I'm sub 190 now. I haven't checked in a, a few days, mm -hmm. but I'm I'm getting really low. Like I've never been this low. When I did my 16 year old weigh in for my license picture, I remember I was 190. Oh, so wow. it, it's yeah. <laughs> it's pretty it's pretty fucking wild honestly and it's really cool so we're just gonna shred down keep going until yeah. uh, i feel like i'm at the body fat percentage i want to be at and then i'm gonna just slow build try to pull back on the sprints um and kind of just do a little bit more weight training mm -hmm. intensive hey here's a here's a question for you 
if you were to recommend one aspect of 75 hard to someone, which one would you have them do? I get, uh, it's probably two different things. If Well, I asked for one. <laughs> well, two different routes I could go. If you're looking for consistency in your life and you're looking for like mental clarity, adding in this 10 pages of reading a day has been incredible. And it's such a simple mm-hmm. concept, but it's, it's invaluable. And I'm glad that it's in there. And I'm glad that it's something that I've executed for over three weeks in a row now because I love it. I love my reading time. Even if I have to do it at like 1159 and I'm, <laughs> I'm screwing around and I'm an idiot. That's only been one time. The rest of these have been pretty planned out well. Um, just in the busier days, of course, it gets harder like everybody else. I'm still executing though. And if you're talking about like like physical physical change, dude, this diet thing has just taken my mentality to a whole new level. Hmm. I'm, so? I'm, I'm so mentally clear. I'm so emotionally clear and i know it has to do with the chemicals in my brain it's a combination of the consistency the diet and the fitness yeah but i believe a lot of it is what i'm putting into my body when i'm feeding myself it's of course going to be hard to determine that truly and completely because i'm doing all these things at once right but of course like like we continue to talk about this whole year this whole summer i was at my lowest point ever Mm-hmm. These are all the things that were going on. And I feel so good, so confident, so focused, so clear. It's, I can't, I can't describe the difference of everything. Mm-hmm. So it's, yeah. it's truly incredible, truly incredible. And this has been the best thing that I've done for myself all year. Yeah. I mean, even seeing like kind of the, the 180 turnaround that you've managed in the past, you know, probably by the past month or so, it's like, this has definitely been a, a perfect timing sort of situation, right? It's like, it's, oh, absolutely. it's just what the doctor ordered right when you needed it. And I wasn't know, even going to do it, dude. Shout out to Kayla. She was just like, Hey, you want to do this with me? I was like, shoot. And you're like, oh, this- well, I guess I'll go fuck myself. <laughs> I was like, I was like, is this Cam? Is this something on the Cam? Oh, yeah, Kayla, right. like, yeah. I was, she's she totally has like that. Uh, just go hard personality sometimes that I that yeah. I do when I'm not being a little bitch. Yeah, but <laughs> I was like, I was like, all right, I have to do it. Yep. Yeah, dude. I mean, that good. Thank God for Kayla that she's like, hey, Andrew, quit being a little right. wuss bag and do it with me. Um, I'm pretty sure she's still doing the, the cold showers, which I stopped because I was like, wait, this is phase one. This isn't 75 hard. I was like, yeah, screw right. this. <laughs> Dude, fair enough. Fair enough. You're still doing it by the book. I like that. Dude, back to what you just said about the food thing. Um, I, Dude, it makes so much sense. If you are feeling like depressed, anxious, just sluggish, whatever, look like one of the things, one of the things one of them to look at is your diet. If you're eating a bunch of shit, like just sugar and sweets and greasy burgers and just all the things that taste amazing, dude, your body is like, I don't know, man, it's going to affect you in more than just a, a calorie in calorie out sort of way. Like when, when you and I were doing that cut a couple of years ago, dude, I felt like the same way, like eating so clean like veggies, rice, and meat pretty much. 
and like oatmeal and eggs, dude, you just feel like you feel light, you feel good, you feel satiated. Like it has a it has a huge, huge effect on you. So that's I'm not surprised that you feel mentally clear. There's no sugar or just crap that your body has to work to digest, you know? Yeah. And no, you know, there's no booze, of course, and no lasting factors. We, you know, we, we talk about, oh, you know, you drink and then it doesn't have any, no, I mean, it lasts for a few days. Some of these effects that you don't notice, the cloudiness, the fuzziness, um, the effects that it has on your body recovering off of the, the things you put into it. Mm-hmm. So not having that for weeks as well, I'm sure has, has had a major impact on clarity and really just function of my body and form. Yeah. But I've Do been you- consistent with uh, my micro factors, so my micronutrients, the, mm-hmm. the vitamins I'm taking, and all that good stuff. Yeah, and the water has been awesome because mm-hmm. I feel it's it's so interesting. I don't know what I actually have no idea why this takes place, but when I'm consistently drinking quite a bit of water, I feel thirstier, and I'll wake up and, I, and my mouth will be drier. So I don't mm-hmm. know what the reason is for that, and maybe I should look that up. Um, and get back to you guys on it. But I've noticed that I'm, I'm very on top of my water because I am thirstier. Maybe mm-hmm. my, it's my body adapting to, you know, the, the water intake that I have, but. Yeah. You know, I have a theory about that because one of my monthly challenges was, I think it was the first one in January was to drink a gallon of water a day. And I had the same thing. I'm like, dude, I'm like always thirsty. I was also, it took me like a few weeks to realize this. I'm like, wait a minute, I'm going pee like way, way more. So I, I had a theory that like, I might be over consuming water that I don't need. And my body's just instantly like disposing of it. And then yeah. I'm like dehydrating myself because I, I just wasn't, I, I didn't need that much water. I mean, now with you, you're doing two workouts a day. Your jobs are very active. Like, you know, you probably need to rehydrate a bit, but I, I did have that same experience. It's really, it's it's like so backwards. It's like, wait, I shouldn't be thirsty. I should be like not wanting water at all right now. Right. Shout out to the the Dunes trip. I originally planned for this weekend. Because uh, <laughs> that just made me think about like activity and what we've been up to. Mm-hmm. I have a reservation that I spent money on this weekend and we're not going because it's also very cold. I was oh like, God, oh yeah. man, I didn't even cancel because I wasn't going to get money, my money back. So I was mm-hmm. like, all right, forget this. I'm not even going to tell anybody about it. <laughs> <laughs> so we have a we have a dune spot for this weekend, but it's also like 35 degrees outside. Oh, dude, it's freezing. I've I've been. So if, you, if you and Abs want to head down uh, to Warren, we <laughs> don't. We don't. <laughs> feel free to to drop my name. You can have the spot for the night. Yeah, <laughs> mention me at the front door. They know who I am. Abby's dude, like Abby's like this sucks, Cam. Why are we here, dude? I've been I've been up since like four o'clock. No, 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 no. Like five o'clock, I'm, I'm I've been cooking this brisket all dang night. It it is freezing. People who yeah. are camping tonight, dude, they better have like a space heater in their tent because it, it is. I want to die. I'd kill myself. It is very chilly. Our feet would our feet would freeze off. Hey, so I wanted to ask your opinion on the 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 new statistics out and the study that came out. I, I know you've heard heard about this because it's been on a few different news sources and podcasts. Okay. The gym is a safer place than a lot of other public areas. Hmm. I, I didn't, I didn't see that. Yeah. So have you have you have you heard of like what the numbers are specifically? I haven't. I haven't heard the actual statistics. No. So Enlighten me. This, 
so this comes from the IH, IHRSA, aka the International Health Racket and Sports Club Association on uh, MXM. So I don't know what MXM stands for, but yeah. uh, the, the numbers of the game for this from the CDC as well. So 2,873 gyms across the industry took part uh, in providing their data for this, this research. Mm-hmm. 49.4 million member check-ins over three months. No evidence that positive cases originated in gyms. The infection rate on those numbers was 0.0023%. So what, like one person? <laughs> yeah, out of 49.4 million member check-ins. So thinking wow. about how many interactions, even with social distancing that that causes, in a place mm-hmm. which is I perceive to be probably not the the safest or healthiest place off the bat um, to be in a place like this with a easily spread virus. Right, fitness is an essential in keeping America healthy. So one in five Americans experience mental health illness, and people with mental mental illness have forty percent higher risk of developing cardiovascular metabolic diseases uh, than the general population. Physical activity has long-term mental health benefits as well, including reducing the risk of stress and depression. And I'm sure mm-hmm. everybody who's alive, breathing, and listening to this right now understand and feel that in some way. Um, yet only 23% of adults are hitting the federal physical activity guidelines for adult for, uh, for adults, according to the CDC currently. Mm-hmm. And I'm not sure if that's – I believe – this is, this is obviously taken – in accordance to what uh, the state of the union looks like with uh, COVID. I'm not sure if that number is 23% of adults are hitting that pre or post COVID or during, right. I believe it's right now because uh, all the other numbers are for right now, but well, 23% it's... of adults are getting the amount of time that they need for physical activity in some type of, you know, some way, shape or form. Yeah. But dude, even, even pre COVID, I bet that number wasn't too much higher. Like, not, you know, I would say most adults don't get enough physical activity. Um, most are sedentary, you know, like <laughs> it's probably not, we, we shouldn't blame COVID too much for, <laughs> for that number, but it, it makes sense that like the rates would be lower in gyms because a lot of people who are in gyms are at least going to be health conscious, which means their immune systems are probably going to be stronger. Um, Due to diet, exercise, hydration, all that good stuff, resting, um, they're just going to probably care about that more. And I mean, also, I think, I think people are being at least what I've experienced in the gym that I'm currently going to is people are being really adamant about cleaning equipment. Which, to, to be honest, I have no like. I heard COVID spreads through the air. I don't know if it spreads through touch. I I have no freaking idea. But if it does spread through, like, you know, get on your hands and touch your eye or whatever, it's like people are cleaning machines. Like, dude, people are being smart about it, you know? Like, it, I don't know. And there's not a lot of, uh, you know, big crowds in gyms. Like, I'm surprised. No, no. I, at my gym, at 6.30 at night, you'd think it would be slammed. And it's not. I think a lot of people are kind of scared to go. And so it's not as crowded. You know, you have these other large gatherings that are happening with, with, you know, no mask and they're shouting in each other's faces and all this stuff. It's like, dude, if, if you allow stuff like that, I, you got to allow gyms to fully open. I don't know if there's still a state 
they, in they, need to, they need to. Um, really quick though. So, so the specific numbers are only as of this statistic, only 1,155 positive cases were reported out of the 49 million point four visits. Wow. Incredible. And, and I mean, you can't even prove it came from the gym. It could come from, no, but that's yeah, exactly. So you have to say, okay, this is a positive case um, reported and this is where that person was. So just being yeah. you know, extra reaching, but it's, it's the best way that I heard describe this myself was people are going to be more self-conscious or more health conscious, I should say at the gym than what they mm-hmm. normally would be. So they're going to be cleaned up better. Like you said, they're going to be more conscious mm-hmm. about making sure that they're not, you know, compromising other people just in case. And on top of that, one of the greatest arguments I heard was that 99.9% of people are not going to go to the gym if they're feeling under the weather when mm-hmm. it is COVID culture. Totally. They're going to say, oh, my nose is sniffly. I don't feel like it today. Or like, <laughs> like, like that's just how people work. And we know that. Right. Um, so during this, how much more careful are, are people going to be when they don't feel good? They're not going to go to the gym, but at the same time, they still have to go to the grocery store. They still right. have to go to get gas. They still have to do all these other things. And the gym is going to be the place that they're not going to go actively if they're not feeling good. Mm-hmm. So if, if especially if it's true, it comes out that you need to have symptoms in order to pass it along now. I don't know if that's been proven or disproven, but that was something, a claim that had come out more recently. Then the gym, I would, dude, I would sleep there. <laughs> it's got to be super safe because nobody's hanging out there. Nobody right. wants to work hard, period, let alone when they don't feel good. Oh, yeah, dude. I mean, especially like getting back into the swing of things. Like, even I'm having a little bit of like discouragement. Like, man, I've lost so much strength that I'm like, man, this is like really tough to, work out and lift light weights, but have them feel heavy. I mean, also, I mean, I love it still, but yeah, I squatted barbell squat for one thirty five for 12 reps. I did like 10 sets and my legs were dead. Oh dude, I did one and my legs were like, I was telling you and Jax about this Dude, my legs just like lost control. Like with each step I would take just kind of walking around in between sets, they would just start cramping in like very random places. I'm like, I think there's something wrong with me. <laughs> this isn't, this is not supposed to happen. Like, yeah, it was freaky, dude. And it's discouraging, but also it's like, okay, you got to get back to it. And a lot of people that don't love going to the gym like you and I do, they're gonna have a much harder time. And they're the people that probably still haven't, you know, re-signed up for a membership because they already lack the motivation anyways. And um, yeah, I don't know. But um, there's, there's one... One thing I'm very excited about for today, which goes off of what we were just kind of talking about, is today I, I start that uh, that powerlifting program, the Candido thing, okay. and I am V excited slash a little nervous. <laughs> where's, your, where's your body weight at right now? I'm going to measure that today as well. I'm, I'm not sure. The last time I weighed myself, which was probably three weeks ago, I think it was at one, 175, I believe. Um, okay. I, and I don't know where I'm at. I know I've, I mean, just based off of looks, I've, I've definitely lost a, I don't want to say a decent amount of fat, but a noticeable amount. Um, and I don't know how much muscle I've gained, if any at all. I, 
I don't know. That's up in the air. So I'm going to weigh myself today. Um, I have get down to your, to your body weight. You're going to get down my body weight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, I'm expecting to gain quite a bit of weight. I mean, I kind of am hoping to get to your body weight at some day, <laughs> to be honest. I mean, I'll be at 190. Yeah. I actually had that thought the other day. I'm like, man, it would be, it would be really cool to get to like a solid 190. Like obviously I have like, no, 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 no. I, that would take, you could, you could make it to 200. It would take some time. Yeah. I mean, I mean for like right now, you know, like 200, yeah, maybe in the, it's kind of one of those things where it's like, let's see how 190 feels. Um, and <laughs> here's, I also want to be, I don't want to be like just a fat 190, like give no. it maybe like within a year, get up to 190. Cause dude, I really want to focus on a lot of strength. Um, and maybe, maybe do some, you know, I'm probably gonna buy a weight vest, do some you know, incline walking with a weight vest and stuff like that just for, I don't know, for cardio. I enjoy it. Um, and that way I don't get too fat. Um, cause, <laughs> cause I'm, I mean, I just, I, I will have to rely on cardio a little bit to burn some extra calories, uh, just cause I'll be, I will be eating quite a bit. Um, but yeah, I'm hoping to get to like 190 in a bit. Um, within a year I would, dude, I'd love to weigh 190 and also, like have a, have a strength. You just go for the 60, the 60 upswing. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, get, get to one, uh, get to 220, reverse sweep, sweep the leg. 1.2, 1.3 pounds a week on average. Oh God, dude. There's no, <laughs> there's no <laughs> way. Um, dude, 30, it's like a, that's like a 4,000 calorie surplus every, every day. No, not every day, every week. I'm sorry. Every week. Yeah, I could probably, I, I mean, honestly, I could probably do it, but um, I certainly right, don't want to. Everybody that mathematically like almost had a heart attack. Yeah. <laughs> I think I would actually die, but. Um, I mean, definitely. Yeah. No, we'll see. Yeah, I, at least, I at least be... more than the 23% of adults that aren't hitting their uh, activity level. That's true. That's true, dude. But yeah, I just want to be, dude, I just want to be big and strong. I was telling Abby. The ratio of me missing the way I looked to missing my strength is so astronomically off. Like, I don't give a shit how I look compared to like the strength. Like, when when I look at myself, I, mean, I, I care a little bit. Like, well, I I do I do care. Everyone cares a little bit about how they look at least. <clears throat> but when I look in the mirror, the slight disappointment I get from like, oh man, I used to like. My serratus anterior used to like show. I would have like cuts in my obliques and like all this stuff. And like my shoulders used to have some good striations. The disappointment I feel from not having that anymore compared to what it feels like to bench 135 is it's, the <laughs> difference, it's, it's honestly the difference between like me stubbing my toe and getting kicked in the balls. Like it is real pain. Oh, dude, it it is rough. So I'm strength is a priority for right now, dude. I I'm excited for this next six weeks. I don't, I don't want to tear you up, but I will be honest with you, Cam. I, uh, so I'm going to tear you up. I, I looked, I was looking at some photos from last dunes trip a year ago. Yeah. You showed me one you, cause you're an asshole. <laughs> you were looking pretty big. You were looking, yeah. you were looking pretty, uh, pretty in comparison to different stages I've seen you in your life mm-hmm. and fitness career. You're looking pretty good. Uh, your shoulders and back and all that good stuff was, was definitely uh, pretty defined. Yeah, was in terms of where, <laughs> where camp has been. But. Yeah, well, I mean, and one of the things is, I think there can be like an illusion of looking big when you're pretty lean because that was 
fairly close to the Spartan race. So yeah. my, my body fat percentage after the Spartan race, I measured it. I was at like 8% or something you like that. Me. Um, yeah, it was, I mean, I got, was really it an in-body scan? yeah, yeah. It was the one that that's at OTF. Um, so I mean, you know, I, I like to think that's fairly accurate and I did it fasted and hydrated and all that good stuff. Um, so, you know, you see more cuts, more definition, you'll, you'll, you will look bigger, but dude, I just want to get like big traps, thick back, big legs. I want my, le- dude, my dress pants, I used to not be able to like put them on easily because my, my quads would like be too big and I'd have to like do lunges to get them up all the way. So how is it now? And now, and now they just like go on. They, <laughs> like, not, they didn't even touch the sides of my legs. <laughs> <all right. laughs> I actually wear skinny jeans now just to get close. Uh, so that's like uh, another goal. Just fill those out. My life is at too. So yeah. <laughs> so yeah, man. Well, we'll see. I'm sure it'll be these this next six weeks. I'm going to do a lot of um, tracking, like like me and Abby. <laughs> this is how you know you you have a a good girlfriend or wife or boyfriend, whatever, if they're willing to measure your biceps and legs and calves and all that like to compare dude, it to Abby, Abby is the is the partner of the year award she is dude she's mvp so in after these six weeks um it's gonna be very interesting to see i'm most curious about my legs and how much they will grow because my legs used yeah. to be decently big for compared to my body size um so yeah well we'll see that's another thing like if you've never tracked any of that stuff, you don't need to do it at the beginning of a program, right? I mean, you could be someone like Sarah who's been working out like a like a psychopath for a long time and like do measurements today and you know, wait eight weeks and see if you're see if you're still progressing or you know if you've plateaued or whatever. Get some numerical uh data going, you know, that way it's like All hard data. evidence. All data is good data. All information is good information. All check-ins yeah. are good inf- check-ins. So yeah. if you're going to use those, you need to realize and have that mindset um, that there's no negative numbers, all positive mm-hmm. numbers. Yeah. The more we know about where we are and where we have been, the better because we can make adjustments. We can yeah. change. We can stay the same uh, if things are working out. So just get it done, dude, honestly. Mm-hmm. I'm going to talk about it again. Just take that first shirtless, awkward selfie in the, in the mirror. Oh, I have. I already <laughs> did. That was, that was three weeks ago. <laughs> well, I, for everybody else too. I mean, it's, it's just, that's how I started everything. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's, I mean, even with this process with 75 hard, once again, I've seen, and if you look back through my photos, you can see drastic change, mm-hmm. phenomenal change so quickly with everything being dialed in. But I don't see that in my body. I don't see it myself. I don't feel it yet. Um, I've I've lost a lot of fat Mm -hmm. because I'm doing it the right way. I'm doing it very effectively and efficiently. But my my mentality is still, you know, a fat kid. I still have (laughs) like, like I'll, I'll, I'll look at myself in the mirror. I'm like, dude, man, like, have you changed at all? And then I have to look through the photos and remind myself, man, there's a lot of difference here. There's a mm-hmm. ton of difference. Yeah. So if I didn't have those things, it, it just wouldn't be the same at all. Mm-hmm. Definitely. You'd probably get a lot more discouraged because you're like, wow, I've made no progress. But it's like, well, even 
you know, even compared to six weeks ago, you know, eight weeks ago, you're, you're in a way different spot, let alone back to that, you know, freshman year of college, awkward selfie where, you know, we all thought you looked big until you actually got big and we're like, oh, you looked like a little bitch, you know, (laughs) (laughs) you did, dude. Okay. So, you know, those blank slates we saw at the dunes trip blank slates yeah that like that like volleyball team that was like walking by <laughs> it was like all those it was like so we saw like a group of like 30 probably high school boys and after we walked by them andrew was just like wow you can tell they've never lifted weights like they're just completely blank slates that like could respond probably like super well dude that's like what you were like looking back at that picture it's like wow has he ever lifted and now it's like okay you you have now <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, dude. I know that was, it was just such an interesting concept. How much change you you can see, but you won't, you don't see it. You don't feel it necessarily because it it takes so slowly. Yeah. It's day by day. And then when you Mm -hmm. see somebody you haven't seen in a long time, you know, they're like, who the heck is this guy? Mm -hmm. Who the heck is this gal? Like you're totally different. Yeah. And it always catches me off guard. Just I'm like, man, do I really look that different? Do I really... I was so I was re-listening to one of our podcasts from um, some of the some of the the hot season. Oh, actually, shout out to the podcast. I was looking at analytics. <laughs> are you are you serious right now? Are you shouting <laughs> out the podcast? Okay, our right, own podcast. Uh, shout out to ourselves for breaking a record. Hmm? All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you one guess, Cam. One okay. guess. What do you think that record was that we broke? Just the other week i should say just the other day wait can i clarify the question yeah is it a record compared what it's a statistical uh record it's a number oh so it's more of like a milestone that we reached yes well okay this is unfair because i checked it this morning but we got over six thousand listens or something like that yes so we did get over six thousand um but the one that i'm talking about september 4th we had our most listened to day oh really yeah. And I was like, I was like, what? I was like, why did this <laughs> we had like uh like seventy or so listens in a day. What a what a random what a random day too. Yeah, it beat out everything. I mean, we we were so last fall, everybody, because Cam and I obviously we were very consistent last summer into fall, and that was kind of the peak of our podcasting season. And then it's been an adjustment over the past year to get back to where we are. Right? I, I kind of like where the podcast is now, though. Yeah. But yeah, we, were, we were like peaking last September and October. And it was just so fun. We were having a, you know, a ball with it because we were training for the Spartan race. Everything was good. We were working like animals. And then Cam moved and everything fell apart. <laughs> <laughs> but it's been, it's been fun to get back to, to where we were. And we're, we're kind of raising uh, back into that trend. So it's cool to see. It's cool mm-hmm. to to be a part of it again with you guys. Yeah. I saw that number and I was like, man, I was like, that's that's pretty cool. That's nuts. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Because usually <laughs> we'll, you know, we'll get those numbers. We'll get those uh, those listens, but it'll be over the course of a week or so. Right. Right. Not just like a huge spike or anything. Yeah. September 4th. Yeah. What were you guys doing? Were you one of those people? Yeah. I, I wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. All right, man. Well, let's, let's wrap this one up. I got to, uh, I got to tend to my brisket. Yeah. You got to go get that thing done. All right. So what do you have for the, the people this week? Give yeah, them here's, here's, here's a good one. I've actually been thinking about this quite a bit. 
So there's this whole idea that you might tell us to your, your friend, your kid, whatever, that you deserve to be happy. And I think that can be very damaging. And it's also um, stupid to say. Um, and here, here's why. You don't deserve to be... First off, you don't need happiness. Happiness is shit. You need to feel fulfilled. There's a huge difference. Um, you might not... So Andrew, you might not be happy during 75 hard, but you you love where you're at. You're fulfilled, you're clear, you know, good stuff like that. But, Absolutely. but going back to happiness, I've been thinking like, well, what would make someone deserve happiness? And I came up with a couple things. And these are good things for really, I mean, whenever me and Andrew give you guys like challenges or whatever, I mean, you better believe it applies to us too. Like I'm asking myself these questions like past two weeks, almost daily. I've been asking myself, am I doing this? And sometimes no, sometimes yes. The first one, and this is a big one, is are you completing your daily obligations consistently? Are you not putting stuff off, getting them done when they need to be done on a consistent basis? That's number one. Are you are you being kind and loving to those around you? Now, that can be your friendships. That can be the cashier at the supermarket doesn't matter. Are you just spreading love and kindness? And then the third one I've been thinking of um, is are you growing each day in at least one way? Or are you doing something each day that will either grow you in a physical, emotional, relational, or spiritual way? Those are the four things that I've, I've really been able to think of. And if you answer no to any of those, then, then, okay, that's okay. That's your starting point, right? No, all, all data is good data, but you don't get to say you deserve to be happy. I think those are the, those three things are the big ones for me that if you accomplish those, then you deserve to feel happy and that can lead to fulfillment as well. So that's the challenges. You know, today is Saturday. I'm sure we'll release it today um, for you guys to listen to. But this, so this weekend, just think like, am I, am I fulfilling my obligations? Am I spreading love and kindness as much as I possibly can to everyone around me? And, um, and am I making myself grow in one of those four ways, physically, emotionally, relationally, or spiritually? And am I doing one of those, you know, every day? Um, And what, what could be something you could do for one of those four things every day? How could you be more loving and kind to your family members, to the people you interact with every day? Um, And what obligations do you not like doing every day that you know you should? Um, Because they they end up building up. Those obligations never go away, right? So you got to get them done every day so they don't build up. So that's been what's on my mind um, quite a bit for the past week and a half or two weeks. So um, yeah, just want to share that with you guys and, and think about it this weekend, you know? So what something that's been been I've been thinking about quite a bit is what does it mean to be physically fit? Mm-hmm. What does it mean to be physically fit, emotionally fit, mentally fit, all that good stuff? Yeah, it's a, it, this experience has kind of taught me that it's a combination of everything. Being a fit human isn't just one two D figure model, mm-hmm. and having all these different things that lead into fitness. A fit person, whether you, it comes down to, are you executing things that you know that you need to be doing consistently, 
And like you said, that makes you fulfilled. Mm-hmm. So if you're not executing things, because I've never, I've never operated this type of level of, okay, I have all these things I have to get done. I'm just going to get them done again and again and yeah. again. Like I didn't believe when people were talking about 75 hard and they were saying, Hey, it's like the best thing you could ever do. It's changed. You know, I was like, all right, yeah, whatever. I mean, these people probably had no <laughs> control in their lives at all. I, I didn't have no control in my life guys, but my mindset, my mentality and my belief system for what does it truly mean to be physically fit, to be a fit person. Mm-hmm. It's completely changed. Yeah. I'd say we, we had, we had a great, a great starting concept here, Cam, a year and a half ago or so with the canceled mindset. Yeah. I did listen to a few of those older episodes where we talk about the canceled mindset and we were onto something huge with this because that is essentially what this program is. Mm-hmm. It's essentially a discipline equals freedom. It's the same thing as the canceled mindset. When we exercise canceling something, we exercise discipline by not allowing ourselves to indulge in one thing or to positively cancel. If we positively influence something into our lives and force ourselves to do something when we don't want to, it changes the game mentally, emotionally, physically, mm-hmm. all that good stuff. Yeah. I think, cause I don't, I don't think we've been pushing this enough. We've been doing a disservice to, to everybody out here listening by not forcing people as best we could to get into that cancel mindset week by week, month by month. Mm-hmm. If you're not exercising discipline in some area of your life, you're just floating from event to event. That was from uh, actually the Superior Man book. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> and it's not what it sounds like. It's about being becoming a better man, not men are superior. <laughs> so let's let's clear that one up right away Yeah. before, yeah. before I get a bunch of emails. Um, <laughs> But anyways, in that book, one of the few good takeaways was if there isn't purpose in goal-driven events, we're just floating from event to event. We're, we don't have a, a design in mind for what we're doing and why we're doing it and how we're doing it. Yeah. So adopt that canceled mindset in something, in some way this week. What are you going to cancel? What are you going to cancel negatively or positively? What are you doing too much of that you need to get rid of? And what are you not doing enough? But exercise it and use it and stick to it and stop making fucking excuses if you're not getting it done. Mm-hmm. Just do it. Yeah. And that, and that even goes back to this episode, what we were talking about earlier, where it's if you want something or you want something to stop in your life, you have to cancel something. And there is no way around that. You have to cancel something and replace it with yeah something else more, more likely. It's just, it's all a full circle thing. All this has to do with each other. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's all related completely. If you have a, if you have a, a high priority thing that you need to get done and you're not executing, stop blaming anybody else except for yourself. Mm-hmm. If I was to screw up and I had to start over on 75 hard once again, because I didn't finish that water or I didn't finish that last page of my book at 1159, that's my fucking bad. Mm-hmm. And even if I am really busy, even if I, no, no, forget all those excuses because everybody has different levels of business. And some of you are probably way busier than I am, even though I'm pretty packed uh, when it comes to day to day. If I did not plan out my day properly enough to where I messed up, that's on me. 
just like it's on you. Yeah. So cancel shit, get it done, and quit making fucking excuses. Take priority. Yeah. And take responsibility for what you're doing. Perfect. Mic drop. <laughs> See, that's what I'm telling myself every day. So you guys get a little taste of it too. Like we talked about uh, previously, don't listen to this one at night. I'm where Cam was and then some. Oh, you don't know nothing about oh, where I was. Oh, what? <laughs> no, no, you no, you probably you probably are. I mean, realistically. <laughs> Yo, that, that rower, that rower, that water rower in the garage gym, I just gotta say. Is real it feeling smooth. good? Oh, oh yeah. man. Oh baby. All wood? Come on now. Dude, there you go. Dude, smooth as can be. All right, so I got a water rower, right? I spent twelve hundred dollars on the sucker. So my <laughs> My friends and clients, Joe and Ryan, uh, they're married. Ryan texts me like a week later after I got mine and put it together. And he sends me a, a, a picture of a water rower standing upright. It's like almost the exact same model. And he's mm-hmm. like, he, he's like, uh, I forget what he said, but he was like, you've got one of these too, right? <laughs> and I was like, why do you have a water rower? He's like, yeah. I just got it off an an auction for uh, six hundred bucks, and I was like, "What oh my the?" Fuck? <laughs> I, was like, I was like, "Do you know what type of deal you just got?" Like, yeah. I spent double that. Yeah, he's like, "Yeah, yeah." I didn't really tell Joe or something like that. Oh my god! And then, uh, <laughs> and then I drove to Indianapolis and got it. And I was like, "Dude, I would do that ten times over if I could, yeah. if I could spend six hundred dollars on that thing." And I also told him, I was like, listen, you're about to have rowers in every single one of these training sessions because we're just going to abuse the shit out of that. Yeah. You just pissed me off. You're going (laughs) to. No, I mean, those things, utilizing a water rower at home cam, dude, if you had a water rower and a barbell, we could train your legs to be the size of an elephant in like a year. (laughs) Oh, I, I, dude, I believe it, man. I would just program for, if I was programming for you to do that, I would be like, all right, we're going to hit. 100 meter, no, 200 meter sprints, 10 sets, 10 sets of heavy deads back and forth and call it a day. (laughs) And then we're just going to drip hot candle wax on your legs (laughs) because I'm a psychopath. You know what I've been thinking, dude, is getting back into some BFR training, blood flow restriction in two ways, putting it on my legs and doing deadlifts. And then also, so my, this gym I go to has an assault bike, which is freaking awesome. Nice. Putting it on, putting it on my arms and doing an assault bike. How nutty would that be? I get a lot in the shoulders when I do the assault bike. Oh yeah. Maybe it's how I'm doing it. I, I have no, yeah, I don't know. Cause you, you lean in and you're kind of pressing forward. Right. Right. I don't know. I think it'd be a good arm workout. We'll, we'll give it a go. We'll see if that's the next thing I, I buy. I'm still saving up for my bow, but we all right we, cam we'll if you see. if you jump in on 75 hard i'll send you a, a water rower no i you went from <laughs> you went from like a 200 weight vest to a, a 1200 <laughs> no I'll, I'll i'll buy a ryan and joe's and I'll send it yeah to there you. you go there you go nice all, all right, right I guys gotta, i gotta get out of here thanks for being part of the podcast uh if you got anything out of this one do us a favor go ahead and share it with somebody or share it on your social media if you did not get anything out of this podcast, just send us, send us a message. Say, Cam and Andrew, you guys suck. Um, I didn't get anything out of it. And that's fine. Don't share with anybody else. But <laughs> pay the fee if you did. Yeah. Thanks for being a part of it. We will see you on the next one. Awesome. Yeah. See you. Like a